Makers of Sport Podcast, Episode 51, Halftime. discuss topics such as professionalism, entrepreneurship, and business to help you in your careers so that you can apply it in the sports industry. Today, I'm recording this halftime episode on the opening Saturday of college football season. This is my favorite time of year, just like many of you, at least in the U.S. I know that you're glued to your TVs, social media, or you're at tailgates getting ready for kickoff of your favorite team. This morning, just like many Saturday mornings in the fall, when my beloved Kentucky Wildcats don't have a noon game, I had my coffee while watching ESPN's College Game Day. I love that show, both the college football version and the college hoops version, but specifically the college football version. Now, obviously, the sport itself lends itself to great content, but what I really admire, and you guys know this having listened to the show, are the stories in sports. I love the 30 for 30s uh, and, and anything like that, any type of sports documentary or film or, or anything that takes us behind the scenes. And, and College Game Day is one of those shows that really takes the cake when it comes to that. Take all the know-it-all analysis aside the amount of work it takes behind the scenes regarding the production of such a show is often underappreciated by many of us fans. Everything from the storylines, the research, the video and audio post-production, and just being able to handle yourself on your own in front of a camera for three hours can't be an easy task. One guy that really embodies the hard work that goes behind that show is longtime host Chris Fowler. Fowler was the face of the show since its inception 25 years ago and has arguably become more synonymous with the show than Lee Corso. And I think many of us, when we think college football and Saturday mornings and ESPN, we think Chris Fowler. This morning, as I was watching the first game day of the 2015 season, Chris Fowler was honored on the show by his colleagues uh, with a nice video that aired discussing his hard work and all he has done for College Game Day over the years. And if you don't know by now, Chris, actually, it was announced this past summer that he's leaving College Game Day in the hands of what many of us think is a Chris Fowler lookalike, Reese Davis, in order to call primetime live events, which that's apparently his true passion and where he really wants to be. Now, while watching the video that I was mentioning, there were many clips and photographs of Chris on the phone watching footage in front of pages upon pages of notes. Now, in a book recently I read called The System, The Glory and Scandal of Big Time College Football, the game day staff has a chapter in the book that references Fowler's ability to make decisions on the fly. It talks about how much he prepares for these games. And he, he tends to be sort of the quarterback of the show and for the rest of the staff, so to speak. You know, when uh, Lee Corso kind of goes off track, he'll veer them all back in. And occasionally he'll have to 
drop in and give live updates of urgent news in the midst of his scripted show outline. Now, it takes talent, sure, but most of all, it takes preparation in order to do confidently what Chris Fowler has done for 25 years and will continue to do calling games at night. Because of these observations and my admiration of Chris Fowler, he has actually inspired this week's halftime topic, preparation. How prepared are you for the challenges of your career? Do you take time to practice your craft on your own at night just in order to get better? Do you spend time on the weekends studying and learning some new method of thinking to incorporate into your craft? How prepared are you when it comes to selling your work or your services? How about when that dream client comes calling after years upon years of doing the mid-level or lower tier work? Are you prepared for that opportunity when it comes? Being good at what you do is never enough. There's a lot to be said for natural talent, but I think if you really dig behind the scenes of some of the best of the best in just about any industry or sport, you'll not only see natural talent, but you'll see people who work extremely hard at their craft, learning everything there is to know about it. Think Kobe Bryant and the countless hours he puts in behind the gym, Michael Jordan, Peyton Manning, Serena Williams, any of the who's who of sport, but also business. Mark Cuban reads he, he, all the time, and he, he, he mentions that business is a 24-hour thing, that if you're not working and preparing yourself for 24 hours, that you're going to get beat. Someone's going to beat you because someone is. These people are often going over potential scenarios and situations in their mind and physically and mentally preparing themselves and for the instances that may happen. These particular methods of preparation require them to make plans and follow through with those plans. Coaches have game plans. We all know that. We too should have plans for our careers or even particular projects. Benjamin Franklin once said, quote, by failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail, end quote. Preparation is about being able to react without having to think. Those questions that a hard-nosed client asks you are not something that you have to BS without confidence because you have prepared by researching, by reading, and studying other business people or successful ones that have come before you. You have a process, something you adhere to for each and every project. By doing this, you are able to better withstand the roadblocks and curveballs that are thrown your way. Chris Fowler is able to gracefully veer from his script in order to break some urgent news because he has prepared the script. He has notes, many notes on the script. He knows that even though there is a small roadblock, he is able to steer the show back on its original track because he knows what is coming next. Those small little roadblocks do not affect the long game. He doesn't let that happen. Our careers are a marathon, not a sprint. In the book Toughness, ESPN college basketball analyst, lawyer, and former Duke basketball player, Jay Billis, and those of you that know me know how big of a Kentucky fan I am, so this must be pretty solid advice considering I'm giving you Duke advice. Anyhow, he refers to preparation as a key part of mental toughness. In the book, he often talks about Coach K preparing for games against smaller opponents just as hard as he would against the likes of a Kentucky or a UNC. We should approach every single project with similar preparation. Just because a client is local 
or a project is small, each and everything we do is a stepping stone to a higher place in our careers. Who knows, one of those people you're working with at one of those smaller companies may eventually move up in their career, and they'll remember how you treated them and how you halfway did something. Halfway doing things for the small guy means that we will have not taken those projects to learn and prepare ourselves for bigger challenges. And we will not be able to perform the larger challenges at the level we would have hoped if we don't go hard on each and every project leading up to them. I encourage you to read as much as you can about business, entrepreneurship, coaching, or the biographies of successful people, no matter the industry. I tend to read a lot of business books, but I also read biographies of coaches and, and famous historical characters, generals and uh, history books or any kind of uh, you know, successful people. Through reading and studying those that have gone before us and have been successful, you will be able to identify patterns or a through line that is consistent in each person's success, something that they did, something maybe that they read, a little thing that they added to their day-to-day, -day, be it journaling, reading, meditating, or praying, or other things that they attribute to their preparedness for the curveballs that are constantly thrown at them in their careers. No one's career is smooth. No one's life is smooth. We, we pretend it is by posting just the good things on Facebook and Twitter, but everyone has curveballs thrown at them. Nick Saban, head coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide football team, is notorious for saying, trust the process. A guy like that who has many national championships under his belt and is arguably the best college football coach in history, he knows that there are things that happen day to day that are beyond his control. But he has a process that has enabled him to prepare for challenges, and he trusts that process, a process that he has developed over time through his own preparation. Develop your business and design processes. Set goals for where you want to go in your career. Write them down, follow through, check in. Develop your game plan for the marathon, not just for the sprints. Study those outside your field or your niche. See how they bounce back from failure. Take these lessons Find the patterns and apply the ones that fit your own personality, niche, and long-term goals. Preparing for this long game will allow you to bounce back when things don't go your way in shorter sprints. Always keep the next play in, in mind and remember why you have a game plan in the first place. One day you could be the Chris Fowler of your own niche. Speaking of preparation, I have to go prepare myself and pack for a trip to Disney World in the morning. Believe it or not, it is my first time ever going, and I'm heading down with my wife and kids to celebrate my two sons' birthdays. I know Brad and Mike over at Torch Creative, you guys are super jealous. Don't worry, I'll have a full report for you guys when I get back. Anyhow, I wanted to get this episode out before I head off for vacation. So if, if, as always, if you guys have any questions or comments for me on this topic or have suggestions for any other topics you'd like me to discuss in these halftime episodes, then feel free to email me at info at makersofsport.com. Speaking of email, please also be sure to sign up for the newsletter where I send out a weekly email called Weekend Reads. It, it usually includes 
interesting content, articles, sports design, tech news, entrepreneurship, usually things geared around sports or design that I find interesting and that inspire me every single week. And each email also comes with its own article, something that I write that's exclusive only to subscribers and not public. You can sign up by going there to makersofsport.com slash email. On next week's episode, Chris Creamer of sportslogos.net is joining the podcast for episode 52. Chris is arguably one of the most influential voices in the sports logo and uniform news world. His site, sportslogos.net, was founded in 1997. That means it's one of the oldest sites on the web. It has become a place many of us working in sports branding or that just have a love for sports branding and uniforms tend to frequent or research for breaking uniform and branding news. Sportslogos.net is a website that is synonymous with sports design, and Chris is a pioneer when it comes to building a sports design community long before this podcast or any other website that you found or any before the public was ever talking about uniforms and, and it was on ESPN. Chris was doing this long before any of us. So if you aren't reading that regularly, then you need to head over to sportslogos.net and check it out. It's also an archive of many logos from the past, from every single uh, Division I NCAA school and also professional leagues uh, from around the world. So go check that out at sportslogos.net and be looking for that episode. As always, please like, rate, and write reviews of this show on iTunes. It helps the show get discovered by other people. And um, honestly, it just it helps me. I mean, I, I enjoy reading your guys' thoughts on this stuff. Uh, also, I'll accept likes, ratings on Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever else you happen to be listening to this podcast. Here's a review written recently by iTunes user Matthew Geiger. Matt writes, I've been listening to every episode of Makers of Sport. Yes, every single episode after discovering the podcast a couple of months ago. I must say that this is my favorite podcast. The subject matter has never been covered, to my knowledge, in the way that Adam covers it. I love hearing the voices and stories of my favorite designers. Adam asks great questions and gets the most out of every guest. Whether you are an industry vet, seasoned pro, or rookie designer, this podcast is a must. Many thanks, Matthew, for the kind review. Guys like you that have stuck with this through every single episode are very much appreciated by me. Know that. You are the reason why I continue to push hard to do this each and every single week. Even when I want to quit, I know that there are people that expect it and they get joy out of the show. So it helps me to keep pushing forward. So many thanks, man. I really appreciate it. The rest of you, please go to makersofsport.com slash iTunes right now and hit the five star and write a review. Tell others about the show. Share the show on Twitter. Who knows? Just like Matthew's review, I may even read yours on the air. Lastly, follow me, ask questions, or say hello to me on Twitter and like the Facebook page at facebook.com slash makers of sport i'm at t adam martin on twitter the show is at makers of sport until next time have a good week